0: hello everybody welcome to the thursday show my name is paul murphy your host we are on the frontline gaming network please like share and subscribe if you haven't already you are going to like what you hear because we're going to be talking about the hottest tournaments coming up this weekend i'm joined by adam camilleri
1: even everybody welcome to the show happy to be here
0: and renowned curtain pattern hater alan pajama pants
2: (laughs) don't believe everything you hear
0: (laughs) <laughs> Adam's denying us the view of his curtains but we are getting to see uh the gun show
1: yeah oh, it's it's WTC weekend my me and me and my boy Alan we would be over in probably Austria for this next one if it was running this year unfortunately it's not so we're just we just got the the jerseys on in homage uh to our, our fallen event which hopefully runs in 2022. This yeah t- to be week?
2: fair though you would probably be there I would probably not be there because I have a new oh, boy, a baby yeah, yeah. and
1: uh, I get stuck <laughs> Well you have, a, you have a choice, yeah. Yeah. you if have you, a choice. If you
0: listen to yeah. us just on the podcast, you want to jump into it but listen to us or watch us live on video so you can see this uh, this spectacle of the display of the WCTC jerseys that uh, these gentlemen have on. Look, there's a, a lot of tournaments happening this weekend. I, I apologize for my audio. If my audio's not coming through, it's Christmas time. I am in Orlando for the Games Workshop US Open. Uh, Will well, I be doing some live commentary? So check us out on Warhammer TV uh, this weekend. If you're doing some popping and painting and uh, can't be here, and want to just listen about some what's happening at the tournament, and see what's going on.
1: Yeah, it's a, this is a packed. This was a packed week for events, guys. We've got a, a three-day, 176 you know, play a major in Orlando, you know, GW1. We've got the Flying Monkey Con, which is at the is like 96 players, so almost almost make it to the ton, the 100 players. And we've got like two other majors, and unfortunately we can't cover them all. So this week, I think we're doing, we're going to be covering Orlando, we're going to be covering um the Flying Monkey Con, and we're also going to be covering War Games for Warriors, which is a beautiful charity event out of uh, Utah. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, so I
0: mean, look. I know we don't have a lot of info on in some of these tournaments because they're not published. The lists aren't published yet. Uh, but well, is any info we get, especially if you're in the chat, though, ahead some chat. If you know some stuff, we can talk about some of these events uh, as as they unfold real time for us
1: yeah it's it's uh it's it's an ever-changing landscape at the moment especially trying to run these big events wherever you may be in the world um we know what 2020 was we know what 2021 is and has been it's been kind of the tale of two halves um one year one foot in the door one foot out but i'm just stoked that people are getting out able to play the game hopefully in a, a safe as they can wherever they may be uh yeah but i'm really keen to see what happens this weekend this there's so many new factions being injected into the into the games. This next month or two is really going to shake things up. From what we've had as a pretty stable, dominant Drakari, Admex Sisters meta. To see the injection of Grey Knights, uh, T Suns, and Orcs, and how they really shift things is going to be really interesting to me.
0: Yeah, this week I think it's going to be kind of more of the same. We're going to see that. Uh, we're going to see some Drakari as they continue to have toolbox options to 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 really uh, score points and dismantle opponents. I think that's still going to be the the the, the dominant list
1: even above admac and above Sisters. Yeah, well, so, well let's, let's jump in and talk about um, Orlando then, because there, there is some interesting numbers coming out here. And I will apologize. When we say, so the title of one of our se- the segments here when we break down one of these um, events is called Quick and Dirty Stats. That's literally the stats we can extract with a Control-F search from the, the BCP uh, data. It's not really anybody's given us any extractions. Unfortunately, that means we're at the behest of whether people upload their factions or not. Uh, so... This morning, when I went to do those stats, there was 120-ish of the 176 players that uploaded their faction, and we thought oh, that's about it's over two thirds of the field. That's that's good enough to go with and get some stats. So the quick and dirty is here: um, four Ad nine Drukari, five Sisters, seven Hive Mind, that being four Tyranids, two GSC, one Mix, six Orcs, four Custodes or Custodes, uh, fifteen Necrons, 15, four Miss Chaos, five Death Guard, wow. three Guard. Two knights, both renegades and no imperial. Two grey knights. Twenty-six total marines. The most numerous of those being ultramarines, having seven lists, and then four dark angels, four space wolves, five blood angels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But man, those five necrons! I'm even over to hand pass over to Alan. Do you think there's anything in the format that activates necrons, or is this just a tale of people taking what they got?
2: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's probably a tale of people taking what they have. But also, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Paul do the broadcast this weekend and on uh, on games workshop and see kind of who's showing up to this event mm. are these the typical gamers that we're seeing at most of the big itc run events or are these more the the people that are coming out of the garages and who've been work- yeah. playing kind of on their own and more like the games day the old if you remember games workshop used to run something called games day and it's, it's a totally different crowd very very different yeah. crowd so I'm really yeah. curious to see who shows up for the event, and uh, that could explain a lot with uh, with the mm. armies and the lists and the breakdowns you see. Um, I hope we
0: get that mix, but there's going to be some serious yeah.
2: competitors here for sure.
1: Uh, this is a, this is a big thing for if if it is that mixing pot, if it is that you know melding of the two kind of the casual and competitive scene. Um, those casual gents who may be walking out of their garage for their first event in who knows how long, walking into a, a nine game three dayer like. Woohoo, Good luck to well, them. I hope, they, I hope they're up to the task.
0: Let me talk briefly about the format. So in so, round one, yeah. you're paired up randomly, and then you start to, to uh, pair each other on win path. But then after the fourth round, people separate into competing for bracket championships. So there are essentially multiple uh, paths to victory for mm. multiple types of gamers. And, and that may impact what people's uh, list people take. Uh, and then the, the types of... Uh, like at least the, the people that are coming with certain expectations that you were talking about Alex.
2: yeah we'll yeah i know i i can definitely uh, i can definitely see that i don't know i don't think they're running differential i'd like to see differential in the event um yeah. I, i'd love to see that 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 change to to the way we do competitive tournaments but um but yeah i like i like the format i think the number of rounds is awesome i think the fact that everyone gets to play all the games is great so yeah. if you want to play yeah. great if you want to drop out drop out But it's not like a six six round and then sunday you have to figure out what you're doing or fork out some more cash to play in an rtt so i like the fact that this is an all-encompassing weekend experience i think that's really really cool um i do want to say if you're if you're there you're looking for a lunch break you have the availability to get in an uber get yourself to super saiyan super saiyan (laughs) is a ramen joint in the orlando area right near many of the convention centers it is a dragon ball z uh wow. like like ramen shop and you can get the Kamehameha which is a bowl of uh I believe it's three hundred and forty uh fluid ounces of ramen um and there's like a dozen eggs in it and some scallions and stuff. It's delicious. Highly recommend it. It's uh it's awesome. They got Dragon Ball Z playing twenty four seven. so uh I, I hope they
1: have I hope they have a dish that has like over nine thousand calories in it. That would be They do.
2: They do. <laughs> they do that's yes. the I think that, that is the, the kamehameha. <laughs> So, um, and they have the Kyle Ken ball and then Piccolo's, uh, Piccolo's move too. So it's pretty cool. What a
1: plug. What a plug. Yeah, Um, I have to plug it
2: in Orlando, you know, it's just a part of the contract. So
1: so, unfortunately the lists are still locked for this event. So we can't love what we usually do at this point. We would switch to what some of the top, top, uh, players are bringing. I will tell you that there are three of the top 20 attendants at this event. We have John Lennon being our first ranked player in the RTC playing sisters, Patrick, uh, McKinney. Uh, is in currently a 13th ranked player. He's been playing White guys almost all, all season, but unfortunately doesn't have his faction uh, listed. And then we have Seth Piper, ranked 18, 18th, and he is playing Necron. So we have – and now I, I expect – this is my only call. I expect Seth to win his bracket. I don't expect him to make the top bracket, but the bracket he's in, probably second or third one, I expect him to win it.
2: Well, he might do really well, make top bracket and not win that one because John Lennon's taking the whole thing. So it, that's, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> Um, well, he you know, th- I think he's, he's got a lot of things going for him. One, you know, Nick Brown's going to be sitting next to the lovely Paul Murphy here, is from what mm. I've told been told. Paul can tell you all about that later. And then uh, Brad Chester, Sean Naden, uh, a lot of the lot other of players the are over at uh, yeah. Kurt Claus's wedding, who's getting married this weekend. So congratulations, yeah. Kurt. Uh, I wish I could be there. I uh, got a three-week-old three three week, year old, uh, three week old little baby upstairs that said no, no, no. But uh, yeah. but Yeah. So.
1: When you make it to that top bracket and you win your first couple of rounds, please thank Kurt Claus for like literally watering down the field for everybody. I love go, the Bob. chat here. We got a, We got somebody to tune from, from Oz. Love, so, it. love it love it love uh tamagotchi express yeah yeah um legendary legendary well what he says is
0: that the, the spirit bomb is a little bit of everyone else's ramen i even go so far as, as say that uh, if you order the spirit bomb you get an empty bowl because it did nothing in the show and that was yes
1: you know, yes <laughs> it was useless wasn't it it, it didn't kill vegeta <laughs> it, it didn't do anything to It just pissed him off uh yeah it was good
0: <laughs> i know this is not this is not the podcast you tuned in for but uh, if you, you ever know,
2: want like, anything to happen you drop you just just krillin kill Krillin things start happening that's just yeah, how exactly
0: it works. Yeah, yeah
1: it gets the ball rolling doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> no
0: it's Mick Palazzi tuning in from Oz uh so uh, yeah th- thanks for I don't know if it's I, I guess it's your morning there Adam I don't know what time it is
1: uh yeah it's, it's uh 11 20 a.m um so jump it down do you want to ju- jump into our next event or is there anything else do you want to talk about the the train they've got set up at um, at, um at Orlando I mean or it's, or like, or... it's
0: actually what's really neat the train's on plexiglass stuff so mm-hmm. you uh you get to see the the mats and all the mats are a uh, warmer branded it's a uh, it's actually pretty cool thing the the terrain is set and it has terrain has one configuration on day one and it has a different configuration on day two for the different mission types so um it's just it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out uh with the brackets with the the different types of of list well potentially the 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 different uh like types of players uh and then this terrain format uh with the missions i'm really interested to see how it goes i think it's going to be fun to call it
1: yeah, a lot of people have been saying a lot of different things about this being better or worse for gunline armies because of the big because uh, so the pexy, the plexiglass squares they've got essentially take up about a third of the table to 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 a bit more than the table, which is being literal entirely obscuring. Once you touch them though, there are huge lanes to fire across the table, and people are saying that's good for gunlines, bad for gunlines, good for sisters, bad for you know bad for admiral et cetera et cetera. Really keen to see what actually ends up playing out there, and I wish we could see the list because I'd love to see if people have done little like five hundred point incremental changes to add more MSU or less tech. Or things of that nature but unfortunately we just have to speculate until we get the the gift of hindsight. yeah paul's
2: paul's yeah. gonna have the luxury of calling this live and then uh really you tune in tomorrow and what so see like what things
1: cobbled together
2: exactly no that's good <laughs> good plug you know what i mean i might tune in sure. i'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be check, tune check out in. going sure. while i'm at work well it's easier for you you're like at work and then you come home and you're like oh cool 40k tournament that's exactly
1: right either that, <laughs> either that or i get to catch one game before i have to go to bed at around midnight yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll i'm for you Oh, i'm sure it'll be magnificent do you want to jump on to the next one next event yeah guy? let's do it so we have flying monkey con wonderful 95 player major at wichita kansas uh quick and dirty stats here um six admech eight Drakari, four hive mind five orcs um not using new orcs i believe uh two sisters one custodes or Custodies, uh six necrons eight mixed chaos eight death guard three actual Guard, five Knights and 19 total Marines, um, the most numerous being five Space Wolves. I believe they must have watched Charity Hammer, <laughs> because that's, I think it's the first time I've seen Space Wolves be the most numerous um, uh, of a Marine faction in present presence. But apart from that, like I mean, Dracar is still the most numerous of the the power factions in attendance, but actually a decent amount of Chaos. Um, eight Mixed Chaos plus eight Death Guard. That's like 16 total lists. That's almost the same amount as the Marines.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to settle this debate here. One second. Sorry, Alan. Is that custode? I understand. Is the way I understand it. You're supposed to pronounce every single vowel in every 40K name. So if there's ever you see like 47 vowels, you're supposed to be like, ow, ow. You got to do it. You're supposed to do it. You're supposed to do them
2: all. (laughs) I just. uh...
1: (laughs) What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I got—I I got told off, I've been told off uh, uh, quite a few times for the way I pr- pronounce custodes. Apparently, it's custodes. Yeah, it's custodes. 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 custodes, and I'm like, it's custodes. custodes. No, it's, custode. it's
2: custodes. But it's okay. You could be lazy. It's fine. You've in, you're entitled enough to do that.
1: Thank, you. I'm very entitled. Skip a couple you of. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about that field, guys? It seems pretty level. It seems pretty.
2: I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised five orc lists if they're not using the new book because I feel
1: mm-hmm. like any orc
2: player, they must be using the new book because I orc players wouldn't be coming. I yeah, they they you wouldn't well. get five lists. Five lists seems like a spike to me, which means they're using well, the new... Orcs.
0: No, yeah, we're saying uh, told in chat uh, from Asante13 that the Fly Monkey is using the new orcs.
1: Oh, b- okay. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Well, then apologies, because I didn't pull out any orc list. I'd pull that out orc list from the next event after this, so we'll go over that one then. But I would have pulled that one from here just to get a bit of a correlation. I, hear,
2: I feel like there's a random orc list going to get pulled during this, this stream right now. That's what I feel like. No no,
1: no 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 no
2: so we, what, people, you,
0: what are you thinking about that because every time every time i ask people like what do you think of the new Yorks?" They're like man i don't know i don't know but i think the orcs i mean they've got i mean we'll talk about a, a, a known list in, in the in the next segment no, but great. i believe them i believe them to be very effective
2: yeah i think they're really really good i think i mean they're not like Admac, but they're they're very yeah. good uh and they're very different than orcs so
1: look uh, if, kind this, of cool. if this book came out two weeks before Admac, everyone would be jumping for joy Everyone would be, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, what's different here is it is a completely kind of new take on orcs. The yeah. the old orc, this isn't this isn't the linear. Oh yeah, cool. What I took last edition is good. This edition, this is a complete rebuild of orcs, and they're playing upon different metrics. They're playing upon the right metrics to be good at ninth edition, which is how you got to look at it. Um, they're playing upon strong MSU versatile obsec, and redeployment and shenanigans. Tech. tech, 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 tech. And that's not tech in stratagem, so you're not beholden to you know strapping yourself to a single battalion in order to get efficiencies. You can really water your, water your list down in order to activate different parts of the game, which I'm a big fan of.
0: What, yeah. can, what can you explain that a bit what do you mean by water the list down uh, you, you mean you can, spending cp on multiple detachments and so reducing yeah. your even, overall
2: yeah even further than that i would say you could spend cp on detachments but then also spend cp on more relics spend cp on more warlord yeah. traits and like really spread the love around like honestly starting with an, an orc list starting the game off with four cp is not going to be like rare it's going to probably be more yeah. common uh, because yeah, you're do. you're getting more from from that CP than you will in the game, because like there's maybe like two strats that are good. That's about it. Everything else yeah. is pretty much good beforehand.
0: I look at that. We talk about this uh, on you know some of our other shows about the CP burn rate. Like, what do you need it to be? And and, and the mm. orcs seemingly do not have a very high burn rate. They can yeah do exactly what you're talking about.
1: You're absolutely right. They, they don't burn hot like it started start of the game. Like you see AdMech especially, they burn white hot on their CP for the first two or three turns. And then they, they bot bottom out and that's pretty much it. They'll, they'll, they'll do some pinch hitting like bits here and there. And, um, and we, we see it a lot. I mean, last edition we saw it a lot with Guard. We saw it a lot with um, Space Marines when they got their Codex. They'd really front load all those CP usages. They want to really pump and get the most efficiencies. And if you want to look at it, Orcs burn white hot in list creation. For when they burn yeah. their cp they put they put points in the bank so they're there on the board you don't have to be in the right situation or the right time to get you set to your cp just put them in the bank at the start and know you've got that denial obsec bubble you know you've not got that extra relic and that extra wall of trade to make stuff actually just activate already
0: uh, asante we have an orc list coming we do uh so hold tight and uh tyler good to see you as well hello
1: yeah, let's let's uh, talk about some of the the gentlemen's in attendance here. So top players in attendance, we got Ben Sherwin, um, number six, sixth rank ITC player. He's playing Ad literally, literally the most basic AdMech list. We I'm calling this the the no fat uh, Admech list because they're the single battalion ones. Um, three bricks, uh, three bricks of Skitari, two units of Electro Priests in, in Dune Striders, seven chickens upon three uh, across three squads. So three men and two two men's. Um, yeah, there's not really much more to discuss there. It pretty much is what it is. Um, but we're going to review the next list because there's some slight changes there. This is Charlie uh, Andre. He's the 11th ranked ITC player at the moment, and he's uh, playing Dracari. Um, We'll chuck that one off here. I'll give you guys the the rundown, nice and quick. Uh, it is it is. There's it, absolute mouthful. It is Drakari, guys. Uh, Triple Patrol, of course. He starts off with Obsidian Rose. I'm gonna I'm actually going to get um, Alan's thought about this about why we're seeing a bit of a pivot away from Blackheart. He's got an Archon with the Dijin Blade. Splinter Genius, Tolerated Ambition, of course. Drizar, a unit of Trueborn, what you expect, a Double Blaster, uh, um, Dark Lance, A unit of Kabalites, uh, two units of five Incubi, a unit of five Scourges with just Shard, Carbines, basic as. One, two, three, four, five Raiders and a single Venom, which I'm actually a big fan of. Uh, next is another patrol. This one is Cult of Strife. It's got a Succubus with what you'd expect, uh, um, uh Showstealer, Competitive Edge. Uh, a unit of 10 Hecatrix Bloodbrides with a Shard and Impaler. Um, Usually you see Morgaine's Avena, uh, Veins Agonizer on this, but you don't on this one. Uh, One unit of Witches, two, another unit of um, uh, Incubite and a unit of Mandrakes. One unit of Reavers, second unit of Reavers, and then he goes into his third patrol. This one is also Cult of Strife. Simply, Succubus with Razor Flails and Dark Toxin with Precision Blows. Two units of Five Witches and one unit of Hellions. So this is a little bit same same but different and i suppose we're getting to that we're getting to that realms with these two books with this ad and the strikari book they're almost solved they're almost solved and now we're just seeing slight kind of 500 point pivots as people find what works for them best at their their play style um it's, it's a but, toolbox so there's so much is, depth yeah. here
0: that you can t- you can take your same models give them a slightly different trait you know like one of their their you know like the, the obsessions or whatever and then you, you turn them into totally different units
1: hmm yeah spot on um alan any any takes why would he be taking um obsidian rose instead of Blackheart? honestly i don't know i
2: like black better maybe he's valuing the uh the shooting so the uh, the extra six inches to range is what i think obsidian rose gets right oh, yeah. uh, on yep, the rapid fire weapons and assault and, weapons um,
1: and then I they get we- to reroll
2: one wound i think right one wound yeah. yeah so i don't really i mean i i understand how it does apply in his list and it makes it makes sense overall but um not too sure and he's not taking the the misery armor on the archon so he's not going for the three plus plus on the archon as far as i can tell um yeah. but yeah i'm not really sure what exactly he's trying to do with it other than just trying to get the extra range on the weapons
1: yeah i feel like it's the it's just a trueborn activator like it's, it's a better trueborn activator like if you weren't going to spam raiders which i feel like is better for um black heart if you just wanted to double down on the Trueborn element i feel like obsidian rose is better like because they already hit they already hit without any negative modifiers, so yeah, the, hit, the the hit roll doesn't. Who cares from Blackheart? And the blasters in the Darklands not wounding is a real pain in the ass. So maybe that's as simple as it is. Maybe it's just like, ah, oh, this is just it's better. Maybe for
2: he, maybe he's rolled too many ones for wounding. It's too he's many like, ones. Never
1: again. <laughs> do you do yeah. that?
0: Have you ever done that to where you? Oh yeah. Like you have to put a little I, insurance
2: in your list for your own personal self. Oh oh no! In chaos base range list, I never take a single melter gun in any unit because it will never do anything for me. I always take two, and then they will both wound. That's just how it works. It's just like good this rich that you can't see. It's like old
1: multi misses, man.
2: Yeah, multi one multi it either misses or fails to wound always.
1: Mm. So this, is but this is one of the first times, and this is uh probably the first time in a little bit we've had a, we've had one on the show that doesn't have um, dark techno. There's no dark techno methods in this. He's really just doubled down on the scoring elements. And this, I feel like this list is getting very close to where Drakari left off with their list before they got their codex. Um, Adelaide Uprising um, in Australia, which was like our big you know, 100-person, you know, 3 data. Um, There was a gentleman um, named Gabe who literally just took the most MSU army that had ever MSU'd, and he just outscored people. He, he ended the game with, like, three units left on the table, three models, and he just scored, like, 95 points because, you know, you just couldn't stop him. I feel like that's where this one's going. If you're not taking the Dark Technomancers, which is, to me means Kronos, you just tr- double, triple, quadruple down on scoring wave all wave after wave of scoring, exactly, and they can't,
0: exactly. you they never have enough... Uh
1: nothing their target priority doesn't matter
0: because if they kill five things it's just like killing five other things and you're you're double triple
1: up on the objectives yes but yeah i mean you're totally right
2: it's a min max it's a min max army it's all min max right the hellions i mean obviously you're going to take one unit of like something so he's got that one unit of witches um and he's probably accompanying Drazar with them and, and deciding what to absolutely nuke um but overall he's most of this is just really min max so that's what is, we're going to what,
0: what works? This is exactly, I'd say, the same type of list, and we'll get to that in just a second. But you know that that mentality of you know, don't spend over X amount of points on a unit, and yeah. you're going to win more games because you've got the bodies, you know. And yeah. and that's how you can compete with some of these things that are like the overhand rights, uh, like the AD Mech, and some of these, uh, I guess, more aggressive Dragari lists that we've seen.
2: All yes, all Green on. Knights players right now listening are starting to cry. Yeah. Will not yes. grey are going to have
0: some tricks i think they, the the one benefit let me say that the, the the most primary benefit for for grey knight players is that they can take their current collection and get on the table and immediately start looking for efficiency
1: that's that's a good point that is a very good point actually there's there's gonna be zero hobby lag for the t-suns and the grey knight players because they just got all the stuff already yeah, so, so what's this next, What's the next list we got? Oh, so I was going to talk about Matt Root's list because it was literally the, I was either, so there's two Drakari lists being played by top players. I thought it was just funny to point out Matt Root because I thought Matt Root would be taking Orcs. I'm like, ah, oh, cool, Matt Root, Orcs, is going to be good. But literally at the top of his Drakari list, which is a very much, very simpler, similar to uh, Charlie Andres, except the last attachment is um, the Tunis of Chronos in the Dark Techno. He said, uh, <laughs> he said in quotation marks, too lazy to get Orcs painted in time. As the top of his thing, and then it goes on to a Dracari list. I was, as I exactly was going to say, is that
0: the orcs do need some of these newer units uh, to exactly to be right. as efficient as they possibly can.
1: Yeah, they are hitting the hobby lag a bit more than people would have thought, simply because all their new stuff's good. Um, but we have, uh, we have, I, I got, I got a big old bone out of my back pocket and threw it, threw it to PJ Pants because I have an Empress Children list for you guys. This is Michael uh, Rickert, and uh, I'm just going not even having way. to work this week to work to get in the. Uh, I know i love i love it like i love this list though this list is fun as hell i'm not you know probably not good fun as hell uh single single battalion detachment empress children dark apostle lucius the eternal Mwah, what a chad uh it's got a sorcerer with uh prescience of warp time as you do uh two units so not oh, that there goes in there. two uh yeah, there we go. Put the notch on the on the blackboard. Two um contempted dreads <laughs> both with um twin volkites of course. A, a dark disciples because of course you got the ladder ready. Three units of terminators. Uh two ten ten-mans, one with combi melters and lightning claws, the other one with combi plasma and lightning claws and a five man with combi and chain axes. Um and then he has a single dread claw and five warp talons. PJ, take it away.
2: N- not enough noise marines. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're out. You need, more, right you need so more marines. So greedy. <laughs> uh, you can't I don't know how he can only resist himself. He's taking less than ten noise marines? What the hell is going on here? Mm. Or it's exactly ten. Is it exactly <laughs> ten? It exactly it's exactly ten. It's exactly ten. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's more noise marines. You need more. Um I like the terminators, but uh, I don't like more than more than uh two units maximum. Uh, because um you typically are gonna use the uh Onto the print stratagem to audit to guarantee yeah. their charge yeah. by changing one of the dice to a six, and you can only use that for one unit. Um, so like you're you're banking on one of them kind of making a nine inch charge. Um, I think the terminators are only really efficient when they do make that charge. That that's like really pivotal for them to do that charge, mm-hmm. especially onto an objective because putting a unit of terminators on an objective is very strong, um, yeah. and and they they can really kill like a lot of stuff too in close combat. Um, so I, I don't like more than two units. Um, the warp talons are just purely interesting i'm not really sure what he's doing with those other than getting action secondaries yeah yeah action, yeah, action monkeys yeah very expensive action monkeys 115 points for some action monkeys but yeah. i you know if you need them you need hey, them i guess chaos. Uh, that's, you're,
0: what, you're, that's a bargain in the chaos,
2: <laughs> that's chaos. That's chaos I guess. <laughs> um the contemptors are great uh but the cp does kind of suck but he is he is mitigating that by putting everything in one detachment so that's that's mm. that's good um but yeah the the, the dreadnoughts are awesome the contemptors are really cool he could pop the banner and yep, give exactly. the dreadnoughts also re-roll wounds in the same just turn. And um, they benefit still from Lucius, so he rerolls mm-hmm. ones on them as well. Um, obviously, he can prescience them. I think he has the Sorcerer for that. He does. Or he's presciencing the uh, Noise Marines, one or the other. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a fun army for sure. I just wish he dropped... Uh, I, you know, he doesn't have the points for it because the Dreadclaw is so expensive. So I don't know if, yeah. he can, if he can swing at all. But if he could have found more room for more Noise Marines, it would have been nice. But I understand the delivery mechanism he's going for is the pod. Um, and I think that makes sense. I think the redeploy uh, mm. shenanigans just does, doesn't work as well. Uh, I think the pod now is definitely the new king of delivering noise marines. For sure. Um, yeah, I agree with, with the that. the new changes. You know, it it's, was ridiculous when they couldn't get out. When the pod came down and they couldn't get out, I was like, well, why would I ever take a pod?
1: Exactly you know, right. I'd never take it. But yeah, yeah I th- I feel like you're spot on. This isn't an overinvestment in the termies. Um, and it and when you take the pod and three insta termies, one unit, one unit of termies doesn't get to activate. Doesn't get any stat yeah. buffs. Doesn't get any any real things. And this is like we just talked about orcs, yeah, and how orcs are different from this, where they they front load in the list list design. They front load all their power. They front load all their all their um design and their tech. This is an old. This is eighth edition, yeah. This this lives and dies off its CP and its and its sorry, its stratagems and its um it's auras and it's um psychic powers it lives and dies off them and if you just if you water them down or spread yourself too thin upon what you can place upon different units you just kind of fall over and you don't have the right things at the right times uh but yeah i, I would have dropped one unit of termies and either doubled down on my action monkeys like you know two or three units of raptors instead of of course the warp talents. no
2: no i think i think the right play for action monkeys if you are on that route um mm-hmm. is is he needs a patrol of demons it's but he just needs it.
1: Yeah, I was, I was strictly um, strictly sticking with uh, with mono empress children. How? Um, how yeah, but you? you could drop. You I could th- drop. Ward th- th- talents. His war talents. you. I throw you a single detachment. You know empress children and you want to you want to take a second attachment
2: well if mean, you need action monkeys i'm just saying i don't need a second detachment i could make <laughs> this list <this> better in <laughs> the in the emperor's <laughs> children but no action monkeys get this guy is going full on table. i mean
0: this is what a lot of marine players have adopted is just give me a couple of dreadnoughts with volkites, and i'm gonna take whatever the yeah. heck i want in the rest of my yeah. list and maybe yeah, win fair. some games that's
2: yeah fair. but just just to be like super transparent right the warp talents and the terminator drop could could get you like 10 fury two squads of five furies nurgle with mm-hmm. field No yeah. pains yeah. That are infantry jump and like two ner- beast of nurgle and yep. a squad of Nurglings. you can That's fit all is. of that easily yeah. in a detachment easily. with an hq yeah. um and, and then you're like okay like this seems pretty good
1: mm. <laughs> like, it is It's actually it, it hands down it's just better like i can't yeah, i can't it's, argue with you it's better that. so um we're gonna jump onto our third we're co- that's it we're covering third three events this week, guys, because there's that much yeah, going and, on.
0: And then we have the play Governor coming up in a bit too. It's, it's uh, I wanna to say what's up to Nurgle Matthew and chat, man. Thanks for being here week on week, man. It
2: means a lot mm. I saw you on the charity thing, dude. Congrat uh, good job on donating and everything, man. It was super nice, dude. Super got Absolutely.
1: Guy. He's a champion of the people and he's just donated so many subs. The, the wicked keeper in action. Um, our last event for this weekend is uh, War, uh, War Against Warriors. This is our charity event. 64 player major in uh, Leahy, Utah, if I'm pronouncing that right, guys. Uh, yeah, sure. Utah? Yeah, that's yeah, it's yeah. a place. I don't know about yeah, the city, but the state's a place. Yeah, yeah I, never, I never heard of the, the place before. Uh, it's a charity event. And the no way one you. Has. <laughs> the way you we enter don't know this, that place either it's fine <laughs> i thought you'd know more than i would uh literally literally 24 hours US right away pretty big. Yeah. It's, we know there's probably mormons that live there there you go well wow. um it's a charity event um, and the way you enter is actually you make a donation to either fisher house or extra life which is a part of the Ch- children's miracle network and then screenshot your donation or some other way and that's how you sign up to the events this is actually a really cute really clever way of running a charity event this is the third year running it in a row and uh, all props to them and uh, the TOs there for, for doing such an amazing thing for the community. Quick and dirty stats here. Uh, so 64 players, one ad mech, single, solitary, one guy. You could have, that one guy should have a look at himself in the mirror when he wakes up before the event and be like, I could have been somebody. But no, I had to be that guy. Never mind. Um, he's got four Jokari, four Mind, four Orcs, and they are using the new Orc book. Three sisters, four Custodes, uh, three Necrons, <laughs> wow. two, mixed, two Wait, what, mixed what was deals. that? You threw me custodes, off there. Custodes. Custodes. I don't know. Custards, whatever. Uh, seven Death Guard. So, seven Death Guard. Three sons, Three Guard. Two Knights. Fifteen Total Marines. The most numerous of which is actually Blood Angels, Paul. Three Blood Angels. And the rest of most are twos or ones after that. But did but you put big, a Blood Angel list in the, in the thing? I didn't. You watch. only put lists that were good. <laughs> you savages. No, because we had a we had the two top players in attendance. Uh, Marshall Peterson, a 12th, 12th ranked player. Had an Orcs army, which of course we're going to do and then we had nicholas wenka our 15th uh ranked player who's playing death guard i thought those would be two good lists to do uh but jens what do you think about that we got so death guard being the most numerous faction four jokari three sisters only a single ad mech
0: death guard are going to to continue to knock on the door i think i think well one it's it's very travel friendly death guard you can take them places it's it's a little bit easier to get on the table with some of these models if you you could find them if you can get them in stock somewhere um is this the event they could finally take it? Everybody,
2: it? Uh, well, I, no. So first off, no. Um, second, <laughs> second. But there's off,
0: only one admic list there.
2: I know, I know, and here's the reason why: because this event requires you to make a charitable donation, which means you have a good soul, and people who play <laughs> admic ad don't. So there just happened <laughs> to be one guy that sneaked through the cracks. You know, I mean, you just see good people here. So. Um, that's, uh, that's the that's rationale for the, the the breakdown there, um, okay. and as you know, Nurgle Matt is representing the community very well with Nurgle, and that's why we see so many Nurgle people right. at this event.
0: Right. It's, it's a so fun. Funny. The list the list is durable, I think, and so depending on what's in these lists, they can be they can hang on out objectives, and they don't care just how many little Tufts three bodies crash there above,
2: along the rocks
0: paul really it's like seventh
2: edition allies came back where you can ally with anything and like you you can ally with both a death guard plague marine army and a blood angel army at the a Blade same time. Oh. like how happy would you be like how, how beautiful would, would that be, be? all the like, secondary guard go forward would you, all you be gone Redward's like gonna... we wouldn't see paul anymore because he's just hobbying and playing <laughs>
1: play. <It's nonstop. laughs> well yeah. so this is a thing though like death guard have all the elements the only different differentiator between them and other and other factions like it literally you look at it look at a list. You put you get a death guard list up and you look at a Drakari list or a sisters list or a, an orc list or an admec list and you're like, Oh yep, yeah, that's a reasonable list of stuff to have in an army. And then you look at a Drakari list and like that's an unreasonable amount of stuff to have in an army. It's literally just points, is the difference. The death, death guard are overbalanced. I believe death guard are pointed appropriately and the other armies aren't. Those are not the words we use around here. I know, that's <laughs> far too reasonable, isn't it? <laughs>
0: not. No, I'm just kidding. So I, th- I think they are, they're overbalanced. They've got this thing where, you, you know, especially with the Pox Walkers and, and the austerity and the stuff, I think they're kind of overbalanced, but they still have tools. They've got all these, these uh, like tricks uh, that I think in the right environment with the right uh, combination of opponents list, they can do really well. And and, and with the faction list that you just read out, it, I really think it's their time to shine.
1: One of those is going to break through. Mm. Well, let's, let's jump in, talk about uh, Mr. Nicholas's Wenku's army, single battalion detachment. Keeping it nice and simple. Mortarian Anvil, Lord of Contagion with Gloaming Bloat. The hell, that's why you're taking Mortarian Anvil. Um, Malignant Playcaster with Miasma and Putrescent Vitality. Three minutes of ten Pox Walkers. He's got the big Blightlord bomb with the two Reapers and then axes and bolters everywhere else. He's got Plague Skull of uh, of Gold. Glowolithia, whatever, um, on the the actual Blight Lord Champion there, which I think is a nice little tech piece. Um, uh, because a lot of the stuff he used to try and kill out those Blight Lords are things that can get exposed really well by those uh the dunk of mortal wounds there. Um then he's got uh three units of Death Rout all three man's. Um and then he's got a flower blight spawn with um revoltingly with the, the extra stench vats. Then he has a Tally Man, a big unit of horse that's three blight blight Horrors, and two PBCs. it just looks like a well rounded, well thought out yeah. death guard list to me
2: yep uh, i, I, I like, like it i like, Bl- I like Bl- blight haulers a lot too the big unit is pretty nice i like that unit a lot um it is it's a fun list he's trying i think he's approaching it the right way he's got indirect fire he's got mm. board presence he's got screening elements he's got the right hqs to do the right you know the yeah. right shenanigans and trickery um i he's think it on- is one of the better darth death guard armies we've reviewed
1: well, it, exactly, because I feel like this is the first one that I've seen has put all the elements together. He's got the bullet unit with the blight Lords, He's got the, the backfield fire support with the, the PBCs and the blight horse He's got the small surgical things in the three times three death route, And then he's got the, the Poxwalkers just get in the way, be annoying, force you to have to interact with them and, and then respond. I think I feel like it's
2: yeah. I think he's missing just the Contemptor. I think it's this list and then figuring out a way to fit in the Contemptor you think here. one single Contemptor would just rat it? It's the
0: Death route, I think the Death yeah. route, so he hasn't fallen into the Terminus S trap. And I say that, uh he's, he's loving the Terminus S. I love the aesthetic of it. I love the fact that you can get the, the cycling almost like three points or whatever. Cool but I think that. this environment right now needs the Plague Burst crawlers.
2: I don't totally agree. it needs Death route yeah. Terminator. I, so I, I think don't right. think he those gets those right rid of those. Now. I don't think he yeah. gets rid of those, but I think the Contemptor is, is important, though, Paul. You
0: put in the Contemptor, you take out a unit of Death Rounds, and then I, that may be... Now, look, this is an evolution. Like, we had to have those lists before to get to this list, yeah. and I think the one step beyond is exactly what you're talking about, subbing but out look, a Death unit.
1: Look, I think the only reason Terminus S doesn't function is because Dracari and Admech. That's the only reason it really doesn't function. If Especially... With, and it, now it like, works. And, and now, uh, yeah, now Orcs for the same reason. When you're trying to, like, uh, this, and this is the deal, guys, I'm just going to put it out there. Horde has switched in, in uh, Paradigm. Horde isn't a horde of models, it's a horde of units. Um, and it's or it's I a horde of wounds if you want to boil it down. It's a horde of units. Then you so you don't take your four units or five units of thirty termagans. You take your thirty units of ten termagans instead. You know, but that's that's too that's too simplistic. But you, upon those lines, if you want to play horde, it's a horde of units. Now, you know, sometimes it's around the same amount of models, but it's operating independently. No, so you don't let your take, opponents let's trade take up.
0: What you said. Yeah. Let, let's take that. And then let's go like, how does that apply? I think when you're making these lists and you're having to think, how do I, if, if I'm not bringing the bleeding edge, the heat, the the, the the top and the stack here, what do I need to do? And if you are, if you're crossing into that 15, 20 body unit, really examine, should this
2: just be two units and take an objective yeah. look at that? I love what you just said. Yes, yeah, spot on. I feel like- And, and, the, def- way, and the way you do that to, to add more there is you evaluate the stratagems, the war gear, and the, the 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 general like approach that that unit has to the game so like when when i look at an emperor's children noise marine unit i think immediately <laughs> that this unit needs to be as large as humanly possible because i'm going to spend <laughs> cp to make it fire again i'm going to spend cp to make all of its weapons better yeah. and i want to make sure that it you know is is getting the most out of those 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 stratagems right and 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 if you have units like that that are cp heavy you want to have big units right like you know, I, I could think in the past and all, all, all those big units in the past where you have this big stratagem you want to use with the unit, and, and that's that's like with orcs, you know, you want to take a big unit of tank busters and leverage the uh, shoot twice, right? For for, for bad moons back in the day, not now, right? It's all gone. But but there's there's been units where you want to make sure you maximize the uh the the command point investment during the game, and that's when you want a big squad. Pretty much anything other than that, or war gear, like let's say you have to have a certain amount of guys to get some kind of war gear, like you know, death Cop does. Maybe death yep. should be in three man units because you want that mortal wound bomb, right? Like yep. that's a war gear item that you need. So th- those are really the only two elements that I think justify squad size to be larger than you would normally consider.
1: I agree. I agree. Like uh, I think unless, like unless, unless you really have a purpose for it, there's no need to go over ten models in just about any unit. And li- like you just said, unless you have some real, li- literally, unless you have a double activation. Unless you can double yeah, do something, something with somebody, yeah. it's pretty pretty much the only tease in season which I'd go over. Like I actually, I'm a huge see, this. This is like Adam's secret source. I love a ten man unit of of um Black Templar um assault, assault marines, uh, in, assault intercessors. Yeah, because they can just fly twice with a double yeah. pylon and extra pylon and all this crazy crap, and just reach out and act like old cracking gene stealers and stuff. But Apart from that, I will never take anything that's over 10 man's. And if I do, it's because I'm going to combat squad them.
2: Yeah. And even um, if you know, even if you know your strategy is to have an aggressive unit like an alpha strike yeah. unit, you're going to want to make that unit bigger so it can survive. It can survive the damage back or or so you can fight twice too. Again, double activations are are pretty much the biggest reason. I agree with you 100% Adam. Those are perfect things that when you're
0: objectively looking at this. I think your first order of operation is why am I going above this unit Mm. instead of going to another unit. And then looking at those things like that, those are, you described some incredibly good value things. I think Nurgle Matthews said, what are you talking about with those desk routes? I love the desk routes too. I'm just thinking about what components need to be in the list to win today. like. You, you, you got to punish people with that death guard list, and then
1: they'll, it'll get back around to where all the death rounds so and, and go back. And around. look, that was the first thing I thought about dropping. You just got three into three. You could drop one unit of three, and and I think it's the- I think it's clean.
2: I think it's clean. You guys like yeah. cleanliness. The dreadnought's yeah. exactly one fifty. That's one fifty. You're exactly. like boom, boom, done.
1: Yeah. And you um, still got it's not like you're dropping all your desk route. You have got two units of desk route, you know? It's like yeah, you yeah. they don't have that element anymore. They're
0: still there, right? But we, you need yeah. some components. Like it's like we saw in that Emperor's Children list. Is and, and actually what we see in a lot of space Marine lists is as well is that look, I have these pieces that are going to function for me on in the game, and then I fill in some stuff that that either my codex just happens to have as my only options or yeah. what I want to play with.
2: But I think Matt Matt makes a good point, though. Once you once you make one change, and I know both of you guys kind of resonated towards the Death Shroud Terminator unit for 150, but I think the moment you add that Contemptor in, do you still need the, the, the Blight Haulers?
1: That's fair. Or do you want to
2: replace the Blight Haulers now with the Flesh Mower? That's
1: maybe true, Maybe yeah, take yeah. the whole maybe.
2: unit out, bring in the Contemptor, and then get in a Flesh Mower as well the, somehow. So flesh like,
1: Mowers
0: are impressive. They do, yeah. but, but I, I like the Blight Haulers. I mean, yeah. that's... Yeah. I, I don't want to completely deconstruct the list. I see exactly where, where the dude is going, and, and I like it. I, I think
2: the list is incredibly solid. I don't think we would. Now, I mean, I think we're all just talk. trying to say it. We're all just trying to get a contemptor in there, I think. All three <laughs> yeah. of us probably agree that we just need to get a contemptor. So, how do we get a contemptor the best way? I
1: want the big car to take home well, the gold. Uh, let's, uh, let, let's, let's leave it there, then. We'll move on to our second one, because this, <laughs> this is where I want to spend the majority of our time. Uh, oh, before, sorry. Before we sorry. Can, we have, can we talk about some Blood
2: Angels? In the, the majority deck? of our time? We've been <laughs> on for like an
1: hour. By <laughs> so, well, the time we have remaining, you Muppets. Uh, yeah. It's Marshall Peterson, 12th ranked in the ITC, playing or awesome. first press competitive orc list. Let's do it. Here it comes, the story. Uh, he starts off with a patrol of goths uh beast boss on squiggasaw artist nails beast tied mantle so this guy is just so freaking hard to kill normal no. there's, there's a weird boy, weird boy with warpath fist of gork. no to oh, jump that's... interesting um 10 gretchen uh that's nine true. commandos with the claw a unit of uh uh truck boy one knobs one two three four five Looks like he's got nine of them um, with one claw and two big choppers in there. These are, like I said, these are truck boys. Uh unit of five storm boys, unit of three war bikers. Then it goes to an outrider also of Goths, a knob on Smasher Squig, Headbopper's Kill Chopper. Um, and then he's got a boss, uh Zagstruck, a War Boss, Brutal oh. Cunning with the Killy Claw, Power Claw. Uh, and he's got extra gubbins, and he's also a truck boys. So he's going to be riding along. That's why it's a nine-man knob unit, of course. Um, another unit of 10 commandos. Another unit of 10 commandos. That's three units of 10. or Sorry, one of nine, two of 10, 100%. all with claws. Um, three squig hog boys. One, two units of Stormboys, both 10, sorry, one 9-man, one, one with man both with Claws. Uh, oh. Two units of war blackers with Power Claws. You mean the man. knob has a Claw, not all Commandos have Yeah, claw. yeah, of course. <laughs> with, <laughs> when I say with, with, yeah, with a Claw means one, with Claws means all. Um, and then, then, Supreme Command Attachment with Makari and Gazcall. That's a lot of stuff. That felt like a Dracari army when I was reading it out, because it just kept going.
0: I love that it took that long to read this list out, I mean, think about it, it's, it's a ton of orcs, it still is a green tide, but in that exact mm. method that you described a few minutes ago.
1: Yeah, this is yeah, this is a horde of units. Um, big shoutouts to Achilleos uh, in the chat for gifting some subs, thank you so much my man, really appreciate it. Uh, and it's... thanks of course to Nogal Maslow who did the same a couple of moments ago. Um, PJ, give us some hot takes on this. He's playing Goths, not what I've usually been saying. I've been saying more Snakebites, bites, evil sons, and or um death no, scores. Goths are
2: awesome, man. No, he's yeah, playing Goffs this the right, right. way. Yeah, awesome. he's, yeah. he's playing this the right way for sure. And Gazgold gives you both WOGs. I don't he doesn't really need the other WOG, but nah. um yeah. This is a really, really good army. I'm not really um the only thing I would change, and I don't want to start there, but I, I want to talk about what I like first. So what I like is I like the beast and a Squigasaur. Goths are amazing in close combat uh the squigasaur is fantastic he's got oh, the right God. Warlord trait on that guy he's got the right relic on that guy the weird board with the weird the weird boy with the warp path and the fist of gork i think he's giving plus one attack to like a unit of either commandos or yeah. of storm boys that first turn and marching him up there with maybe walking i don't recommend walking turn one but if he's doing that that's probably what i i am envisioning is that's why he's taking that and then fist of Gork is you know amazing on the the beast boss uh, it's really Gaz. good on any oh, character. Yeah. yeah, any character. Gaz as well, if you can get him in, into this situation. Also, a little tidbit, I'm pretty sure that Fist of Gorks is not clan-locked. It's one of the only powers that's not clan-locked. It's pretty nice. I mean, so you can have a weird boy upgrading uh, characters from other uh, other uh, clans, which isn't the case here because he's goths across the board, but I'm just saying in the future, if you ever wanted to do it, you could. Put it in and, your back pocket,
0: that little tidbit. Yeah. Your back I off.
2: mean the, the number one spot I like it on is a kill rig. Because a kill is a character and you can it you're is. not gonna usually have it in mm. the same clan and it's really nice on a kill rig. So um but uh but yeah anyways, um I mean the commandos are good, the storm boys are good, he's he's got a bunch of action monkeys. Anything can really do an action. Um, mm. he's he's min-maxing a lot of it. I mean, not really min min maxing, but close to it. So but oh, everything still a- has a punch. Every st- everything still yeah. has a bite. Yeah. That's the that's the good thing about his list. I'm I really trying surprised. to trade so, up
1: he's got the surgical units of war bikers the three, three, three man's two of yeah. them um which have power claws but then he's gone for bigger units of storm boys big units of Commandos he's got three units of either eight or eight or not sorry nine or ten man's most of them having a, a claw on the on the on the knob that that seems to be the core of his army he's got these well 60- it's because
2: the investment the investment isn't yeah. that much yeah. different right five guys are truly action monkeys yeah ten guys yeah are both so, an action monkey and can and cause damage. Yeah, and and they a slap. slap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah
1: they're real good. But yeah. not much of one... a substantial cost. Like, mm-hmm. the cost isn't that much to do it. Yeah. I uh, So what, how I see this operating is like turn one, he probably doesn't call a war, but, you know, maybe he gets in a position where commanders can go in turn one. Definitely, definitely war bikes have the ability to charge you turn one, especially if you have anything outside your employment zone. War bikes can just go into them. And you see about the, the shooting that war bikes have is actually really impressive. Really impressive. Um, it's like, is it 18 shots per unit? Or is it something that's uh, even more. It's, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous around that semester.
2: 17. It's it's like Daka five yeah, something. Yeah, get the right. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're actually ridiculous um but he's gonna clear all these screens he's gonna clear all your screens out with war bikes turn one um charge them, wrap them, tap and whatever he's got to do maybe send into one of the squig bosses um and you know get rid of that front line the next time you know wire, wha- and then you're just gonna have this wave you're gonna have 30 you know sorry 25 uh storm boys 30 odd commandos and then that unit of truck boys that can actually turn two with a wire with a little bit of like you move out of your deployment zone about six inches as soon as that unit was it can charge anything on the table anything on the table yeah you can get anywhere yeah. So as long as, as soon as you're online, I don't know. Down. For
2: those who don't know, for those who are unaware, these guys can get out after the truck moves. Yeah. You get three yeah. inches. You get out. You move six. Then you run. Then you charge. Then so you charge. Yeah. It's like forever. And you could re-roll your charge because they're like a forty-seven-inch threat range. Yeah. yeah they just go crazy far anywhere um, they want. Yeah. And then in some lists you'll see those trucks in Evil Suns detachments. So they'll get even more of a b- bonus to the move a little bit a little bit farther um which is nice um, and then the sneaky thing the sneaky thing is the knob also by the way so he took a knob on a smash a squig for those who don't know it rolls five dice w- when it charges it causes mortal wounds on those five dice he also upgraded its big choppa to the a kill choppa which is a gross chopper. I, th- I believe it's, it's like flat two damage a bonus to strength bonus to ap it's way better than a big choppa it's it's not as good as the superpower cloud, but it's very close and very very good in this this character. So I mean that guy's going to be insanely good, and uh, you know potentially giving him the plus to tax is really good. He's got a lot of targets to add uh, tax to, so which is really nice.
0: What you were just saying though about trading up, like the, every unit you just described, you can see on the screen right now. I mean we're like what is it, the most expensive unit outside of Gaz is is 170 points, and that's just every most things are under. 125
2: in this list. yeah and that's the knob unit which is almost almost guaranteed to get its points back because it's pretty easy in the in the current edition to hide a single truck so hiding that truck isn't too difficult um I mean obviously there are going to be games like you know this guy you know poor guy runs into imperial guard round one the guy has three three to nine basilisks and you're like oh you lost your truck turn one yeah that can happen agreed Mm -hmm. but um but most of the time you know he's going to get that That units points back because like 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 adam mentioned and and adam you know paul you also mentioned when you added it all up they can pretty much charge anything and he could do it turn one if he wants to honestly if his opponent deploys very poorly between the commandos already being really upfield the bikes getting anywhere they want and the truck boy unit getting wherever it wants he can pretty much charge a lot of stuff turn one and like jam you like straight up jam you and then bring in the rest of the army after that Honestly, he could even charge you with Storm Boys, hypothetically, depending on how oh, yeah.
1: you Um, Apologies if I accidentally deleted the truck, by the way. <laughs> this guy is <he's> for <laughs> truck boys on two units. And I think, because oh, I do some clipping, there's a lot of unnecessary lines that come out when you do this copy paste. And so I do some clipping to make it fit onto the screen for you guys to see. And I, I may have deleted the truck. <laughs> so if they're you like, don't see it and
2: you're like, right, like right, what right, is right, Alan right. talking about? The Basilisk killed it before it even got on paper.
0: <laughs> that's that's their 120 inch
1: range or whatever that's why what you would yeah, always yeah. joke about it before the one table over killed him in the army list <laughs> Kill him in the army list um uh and so the last thing i want to ask him about so i'd love to be able to ask this gentleman what he sees in zagstruck So he's actually amazing did you, read, he did you read his new rules uh, as in he's he he butchered he's tough his toughness six like with six wounds four up armor five plus feel no pain he's a powerful butcher. he's got like now, nine he-
2: attacks with that explode like, yeah, so claws, he's
1: going to be strength eight minus three, two damage with yeah. six packs. Like he's really good. Well, I, he doesn't do that much for for storm boys. That's why I thought I'm like, oh, he's, no. and he's got no, bunch but of storm he's, storm a Gaff. Gaff. he's a goth. He's a Gaff Gaff just a goth character. Slaps. So he's he's, yeah. he's like his fourth punchy character, and so mm-hmm. uh, it's actually really nice. You look at the. I uh, keep coming back to like sisters and. I keep going back to Sisters, I keep going back to Drakari list when we see this. He's like a Drazar. He's like adding Drazar into your list. Yeah. Um, he's, not, he's not quite as killy because he's on fight. He's quite twice, as good, but,
2: but he's a butcher. But he's, good. He's, a butcher. He, yeah. he's
1: looked at this codex. He's tried to find you
0: know, everything that's killy, everything that's fast, mm. everything that's disruptive. And it's basically every line in this army list.
1: Yeah, exactly. Every line here is just good. And I love, <laughs> I love that um, so I I look at things like his um his bigger units of commandos, big units of Stormboys... They're they're like not even over 120 points. They're 110 points for 10 commandos with a power claw on a, on the knob, and and a, a bomb squig. It's 109 points for sorry 120 points for for 10 storm boys with a power claw. Yeah, I, I can't take I can't take. Yeah, it, it's phenomenal to me. I I think that is so good because I look at what that same amount gets me in marines. Yeah, five infiltrators is the same amount of points as the 10 storm boys like i like it a lot it's really good yeah i like it a lot i like it a lot sorry yeah. go paul war bike. now, I say war bikes. that's what's going to get a lot of work i think i think
0: after the fact he's going to be able to say my war bikes did all this I, I think they're going to be the heroes of this army list
1: i think so too there is there is first wave and they're they're such a good harassing unit and at, at any time at any time their shooting can just pop off and wipe something that's
2: the only thing i would change in his list maybe reshift some of the units a little bit and put those war bikes uh, in uh, Evil Suns. Put a, put, put two, at least two of them in Evil Suns. Make, maybe make one of the patrols in Evil Suns instead of a Goth. Um, yeah. just, just for the extra two-inch movement. I think it's yeah. really, really nice.
1: So, they so each, by the way, each, each war bike has a DACA gun at 18-inch range. And so, at nine inches, they get five shots apiece. They got two of this. So, at nine-inch range, they get 10 shots per war bike. So, yep. 30 shots per squad. And you're just like... <laughs> they only, the only uh, hit on what? What fives five or whatever. Yeah. But you so know, who doesn't?
0: Who doesn't play orcs where their opponent yeah. is always just rolling fives and six? That's exactly do. right, That's man. The power right, of the log right. it's going to happen. Well, I mean, he,
2: the, he gets yeah, he gets the power of the wog from Gaz, so he gets plus one uh shot on each one of those guns no, as well. Yeah. I'm at the water. power of the wog that flows in between the, 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 the,
1: <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the rules
2: that all orcs <laughs> seem to have. He's talking about the force. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm
2: gonna Um, miss I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss eighth edition orcs with the Dakadek the old Dakadeka rule. I will miss that for a long time. I don't I don't I don't foresee orcs to be that way again for a while.
1: orc, Orc players chess clocks will not miss that rule at all. Like yeah, that's when true. you when you lost like thirty five minutes of your of your chess clock because I'm nah, terrible at chess
2: clocks cool. anyway. So I didn't.
1: Yeah, I was um, always, the, nice only the, the only The only omission I'm seeing that's from this bad. list, the only thing that I think is in the auto take category 4 orcs that isn't here is the the squig the squig uh, buggy whatever it is the the no line of sight The the truck,
0: it's the rucket truck squig buggy. Yeah, squig
1: buggy. That's the only thing. That could
0: be a choice. I mean, look, he's already got some of the new units here. There's only and not you did not see a rocket truck squig buggy on the table prior to this codex and, no, and, uh, shit, no. and i think that that's what's going to be and it's a beautiful model i love the model and, and it, i love the name also like sometimes we just say it a few times mm. just to just to hear it uh, yeah rocket truck swing
1: buggy but it's the, it, is, it, is, it's, uh, it is literally the sloppity ballpiper of the old codex
0: yeah you didn't you didn't play it and and that may be why it just isn't in the list now because it just didn't have it uh, and the hobby time was spent on
1: the other things i think this man is just attached to goths he's like you know what i'm a goth player shooting what's that let's go come on boys i, I mean as, as a matter of fact i mean the the models in
0: here i mean if he had the old the, the current commando the older commandos or whatever this is you know there, there's a lot of stuff the only thing he had to get up to speed was the squiggock boys. now i love the list i'm just saying mm. if that's he probably looked at it and said i'm gonna get take all this stuff and just add in these these heavy hitters
1: yes yeah, i agree um the beast boss on saw is just such a problem solver like it's the like, same as the um same as the 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 knob on smash or squeak the, the knob on scratch squeak is literally like the equivalent of a succubus Sh- one goes from one side of the table shoot it into a problem the problem disappears the knob disappears as well but who cares he's, he's 65 points doesn't matter yep. um that that um knob on the beast that beast boss on squeakasaur i've seen that guy survive entire sister shooting phases in, survive admex shooting phases that guy can just turn it on and just be like sorry bro I, he, this guy's going to take like 1100 points to kill and you only shot a 1000 points at him.
2: Yeah and, and and his his output is good too. So and, yeah. and in Goff's and Goff's you know you really appreciate that that um extra hit with the mount. Oh. There, I, there I go talking about mounts AOS that's ages of sigmar talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh he's got a he's got a his dinosaur the jaws power which is very much ages of Sigmar-y, Um it's just really really good. Very strong very strong yeah. attack flat yeah, 3 damage. Strong. I mean h- getting extra hits on that is beautiful. We got well, KR coin in the chat saying that, uh, that the squig buggy is overrated
0: and maybe, and that's why it's not in the list, not because he didn't play one is because it's not as good as what's
1: in here. And, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think
2: Look it's it. a little overrated too. I would
1: agree with that. Uh, okay, I think, I enough. think I, I'm starting to go on the overrated side. I think one is premium though. I think one with the, with the upgrade, the, the nitro squig nitro. Nitro. Yeah, with nitro is, is absolutely amazing. When you start yeah. buying that's two vast. or three more past that, you get, you get some significant diminishing returns so I you're saying my
2: army list of nine is not good
1: yes I think an army list of nine is not good <laughs> quantity is sometimes its own
0: quality yeah exactly.
1: hey, look
0: I know we started a few minutes late but let's get to our fuego repito. we got some interesting topics tonight so the fuego repito segment is where we put up a, a list of, of rapid fire subjects topics we spend two minutes uh yammering on about them and when the time's up we move on to the next topic uh so let's get right into it. No. I don't want to. When the when the <laughs> time we have, 11, we have 12, <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <not> 12 minutes. Sorry, now it's about two minutes. Favorite paint product of all time. Alan, we'll start with you. I know you do a lot of painting. Favorite paint product? Paint, favorite paint product of all time.
2: Uh oh, oh man. Um, um ja, mm that's tough uh be B- steel brown <laughs> that's my favorite okay. i don't know hey, look I you don't know. have to explain it you don't have
1: to you don't have to what's explain that, it. You what's, just have to say it what's based your brand is that like the it's og like the brown
2: that's the best brown ever made by by a by gw i think in my opinion nice. Nice. i try to find that if i find an old cup of Steel brown i'll like save it I, like put it to the side it's like only for good models only what yeah.
1: I'm <laughs> for the deserving oh, i mean man. i i'm fully expecting uh paul murphy's to be uh mephiston red uh <laughs> mine mine is ooh, ooh. uh i've got two you read me like a book i got two um Mechanica standard gray spray from g-dub that thing is mother's milk to me it it is it's the undercoat i do for just about everything because it's the best neutral tone spray i've ever i've ever seen um and vallejo black metal i swear by that stuff that stuff is like my base for every almost every non-gold metallic i do now it's beautiful
0: i'm gonna go devil and mud that's what i got to do i gotta oh. go devil devil in mud uh, Dude, you might actually have to explain to the children what that is <laughs> <laughs> the washes that started it all that became talent mm-hmm. in a bottle like absolute talent in a bottle uh you could you could have let's, let's say a substandard paint job put a little this just, just swatch a little devil and mud on there and everything else takes care of itself that's uh that was i used to love that I've, i i think i've progressed Past that, but uh, now that is Agrax earthshade is what uh, what has become yeah. uh, through several, and it may even had a, a man something in between there Devil and, and Agrax. But that's that's what my that's my I think the yeah, we're out of time. Uh, worst unit in the Chaos super faction. Well, right, now Alan, I'm sure you have some opinions on this, but we're going to
1: start with Adam. oh where to pick? There's so many options just so many ah see but some of the some of the ones some of the the ones you would pick like furies but usually that'd be everyone's old you know kicking kicking bag. you'd be like yeah furies suck i'm gonna go, go for soul i'm gonna go for soul grinders just gonna throw soul grinders
0: is a great choice because especially we're talking about all super factions uh alan what you what you got
2: skull cannons Ooh. i can make it mm, skull cannons are terrible they are ter- the yeah worst. you're
1: right they're right they're probably the, say. They're probably, they might be the worst unit in the game let is it is more. it worse yeah, than a soul grinder though mate like is yeah that it is worse it's
2: worse grinder? than a soul grinder sure?
1: it is yeah. you sure
2: it is go look up the rules they're terrible i got Fine, you both I beat.
1: i got you both beat mauler fiends oh uh, for now I, I, for now that's a good choice when they go to weapon skill three which is what i think they're going to i think they might be okay but yeah you're right for now they're like yikes here I don't know, man. They do something. Go
2: play with a mauler fiend and play with a skull cannon <laughs> yeah. in the same game. I guarantee you'll be like, "Man, this mauler fiend's pretty good." Because you'll be comparing <laughs> yeah.
1: skull, cannon.
2: uh, skull cannons are god awful, so yeah. bad. Uh, yeah,
1: There's so actually a lot of like, this, actually a lot of competition for this. Actually, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, d- desperate for uh, some some attention. Uh, I think at least, hey, they're not noise. It's not noise breeds, So that we got these. solace in that,
2: that's true. You didn't ask what the best unit in all of chaos was.
0: No, that's not the question. So no, let's, especially, we, let's, yeah. let's move to the next one. We're going to jump forward in a minute, uh, 30 seconds in time. Uh, have you ever experienced hobby lag? Was that, you know, what we talk about hobby lag is there's a unit you want to play some kind of armyless configuration, uh, but you just couldn't get it ready in time by the tournament you wanted to go to. Uh, Alan, what about you? I like already, I, th- I think I know what your answer is.
2: I don't think I've ever experienced hobby lag, to be honest. Unfortunately, because I, I have a tendency to just get it done, whatever it is, and 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 I would lower quality, uh, to however low I need to, if I need if I really wanted to play an army, <laughs> the minimum chose, standards. I, yeah, no, I've shown up to tournaments. I, I the ETC 2015. There was a whole thread that got created because of my army about what minimum standards of paint should be at the event. Um. So I mean, I'm on I'm on both sides of the spectrum. Where I love I love events that take painting seriously. And I plan for them for a long time and I get ready and I make sure I have everything good to go on the rubric and on the display board and everything. And then events that don't care about painting, I have no qualms showing up with literally three colors sprayed on them. Um, I played an, I played a U.S. flag army once where their top part was red, their middle torso was blue, and their feet were white or whatever. Maybe that's France. I don't know. But I did that. So It might, uh, it might be Italy. Um, yeah, that was what I did. I've done all kinds of stuff. I've, I've never, ever had a scenario where – I I wanted to play something and I couldn't. Never happened. There you go.
1: That's fair. Um, yeah, I've experienced it a fair bit, especially um in eighth edition. Well, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever bothered me in sixth and seventh. Um, sixth and seventh, I was kind of just really happy to have about three thousand points, and that was like a whole everything I needed for a whole faction. And then eighth rolled around, and things started churning, and you know, momentum started going. Like I went from owning and having i think it was about 80 really beautifully well-painted um cadence to having 260 in probably about uh three or four months just because that's what the that's what the meta guard list was the time to start right yep. yeah like the 240-odd cultists with a commissar to make them more fearless and so that was a that was a big thing of hobby lag for me because i like that was such well, a churn time, to get this stuff out, out rarely for
0: me uh new model syndrome does it exist now, I, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can take this. Does that mean that as soon as you put a new model on the table, it gets picked up by your opponent? Uh, do, do you uh, feel like new models get the best rules? Like, what, is, what does this mean to you? And what do you think,
1: Adam? Uh, yeah, it is for me. I know my friends and the guys that I play against, especially around top tables. If I tell them this is a new model that I painted for that event, they're gonna smoke that dude. They're gonna target that guy and be like, "Oh, you're excited about this one, aren't you?" Can't have that, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for me, it definitely is a thing. Uh, it's also, also, I found uh, this uh, more with guard than anything else. When I like painted my two manticores to get my guard army done, they sucked for like the first six games. They just scattered off everything
2: scatter dice wow
1: yeah i know yeah well yeah paint for seventh edition your turn alan
2: um yeah no I, I i typically i i really like models so like right now i'm kind of in a new model craze of like uh stl files for 3d printing so i just love seeing new 3d printing uh files available and i, I like buying that or buying the stls and then printing those models and seeing how they look so i i like new models i love bellacore the new bellacore model i don't necessarily think that rules are good for for new stuff so i don't i don't think that that's true necessarily um um but uh but yeah and i've never had friends as bad as adam's that kill my new stuff
0: so <laughs> typically for, yeah, it's for me bad. is that is that i'll get like a combat monster into combat that i've just i've just i painted and built that kit batch this model or whatever and then he just completely whiffs just like just basically just pounded the sand you know like uh yeah, that's 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 how i just after how you painted them new models yeah yeah the new painted okay. one the guy that i just built this particular configuration some weapon combo some piece of war gear or whatever it just basically just like throws it right up in the air and it's like that, that yeah. Yeah. uh that's uh, that's how it works for me uh so next question is is fomo just a fact in life now is uh maybe you know like for new products new things that maybe you wanted but you didn't get Maybe, maybe you convinced yourself you wanted it, but you were never going to get it in the first place, but the fact that you couldn't get it made you want it. <laughs> what do y'all think about that?
2: I'm Googling FOMO one sec.
1: Oh, it's fear, fear of missing missed. out. Yeah. So this is okay. in relation to stuff like, in, you know, recently Indominus in the last year, uh, the Beast Snagger boss, box, people just not being able to buy this new hotness um and then there's fear around it that you know they'll never be able to get it it'll do uh make a disparity in the scene because there'll be the haves and the have-nots
2: yeah I, I i do not have fomo i am good.
0: I'm good. <laughs> there you go. Immune. I think it's i think it's either, like there's there's i actually missed something i i i, I knew i wanted something but i slept oh, on that's it now oh, okay, okay, go i got some i got some fear of, well i mean the fear i i have a legitimate regret of
2: missing out
0: so uh yeah i think it is we just gotta we gotta live with oh, okay, it okay. yeah i get place. that i get
2: regret of missing out on some stuff i mean not like a, like not like a model or an event but like if i uh, had an opportunity to like go somewhere or do something and i i, I you know i didn't go or i didn't i decided to do something else then yeah you can have regret yeah but um uh, that's like I, afterwards
1: I, yeah i yeah, fomo i think might become a bit of a thing for people I, what i really hate about fomo is that fomo creates um incentive for scalpers like the more we have more we have fear of missing out the more these scalpers just seem to the vultures of the scene seem to thrive which i'm not a fan of you want to prey on that type stuff yeah exactly right uh and so i i would just like to see everybody have the ability to buy what they want things like the, you know the katachan kernel i'm familiar i missed out. i got i got a painting
0: went up on twitter right now at warmaster underscore tpm
1: yep go check it out i missed out on that one that's the only that's the big experience of fomo that i've had because i wanted like six of them and i was going to get one i was going to get one and now i've got two by the way because <laughs> someone sent me one for a little bit you. is your fomo yeah. just uh all right <laughs> uh, so okay
0: who is your 40k nemesis or frenemy i'm gonna just go tell my story right now back uh in in the, the I, I don't even know this question but i, I actually it. have one so there's um in my nemesis is ironic because i'm in our gaming club i'm the only guy he could beat and this is when I was on a tear of winning every tournament. Didn't the only games I lost in a year and a half were this one guy who couldn't beat anybody else, but he would show up and smoke me on the regular. <laughs> it was the most frustrating thing, uh, pretty much ever. So uh, yes, I have one, and I and it's not recent, but it's still it still burdens me. I still feel it in my heart. He's, a, he's a, I mean one of one of my best friends. Uh, maybe maybe that's what it was. Uh, but that's it.
1: Uh, what about y'all? I want to see i want to hear from alan
2: yeah no I, I i had one before uh when i was when i was playing 40k more often um in in the local area i think grepando was always like like my uh, my arch nemesis same same kind of situation like i would i would do really well and then i, I would run into to grepando and like just dice would go crazy or he would have the exact counter army to what i'm bringing or um you know it was, it was always really difficult you know i'd be playing orcs he's playing purifier gray knights you know i i charge him with death coptas or something like that and his witches and he makes every single invulnerable save he has got like 40 of them makes them all you know like some crazy stuff so yeah I, i've had that before
1: uh my recent one's been matt morosoli I, I used to be like all through seventh edition i was in the preeminence of that like i think he beat me once in that edition and then into like the first half of eighth edition and then i didn't beat him for about a year and we would play and play and play and he was like my most consistent practice partner and i'd be trying all this new stuff and always always and something would just always happen of course he's a he's an absolute world-class player world-class gentleman as well and i i got my win back boys the last game the literal last game of 40k i played before we got going to a bunch of lockdowns was at an rtt where i got his scalp got a win that's the first time i've beaten him in about 18 months so that felt real good
0: I, well, that's it. That's our show for this week. I think we thank you for sticking in with us. If you have in the chat, we've gone a little bit over. Uh, thank, I mean, it's been a really active group in the chat and we really appreciate everybody mm-hmm. chiming in. It, it helps, you know, it, it helps make our job a little bit easier. Sometimes when we're talking about some of these lists here in the comments from, from folks out there in the world. It's, it's, it's really fun.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for all the support as well. Thanks for the subs. I mean, that doesn't none of that goes to us, but you do support Frontline Gaming and the Frontline Gaming Network, and that stuff just helps produce and get some more momentum behind all this huge network that we're trying to put together and all the amazing content and content creators uh, we work with. So thank you very much for those gifts, guys.
0: Everybody, uh, tune in this weekend on Warhammer TV. See me talking about the uh, Orlando with, uh, with Nick Donovani. It's going to be awesome. Uh, like, share, and subscribe to this channel. Uh, make sure to leave us five-star reviews. That is a complete hassle-free way that you can support the show. Uh, it is one way that uh, that helps the kind of the algos uh, get out mm. there and have other people find us. And uh, we'll be back next week for another live show. We'll see you then.
1: See you in the Wimer TV chat, guys. We're going to support our boy Paul and the lovely Nick Natavati and make sure um, the Orlando Open is smooth and beautiful.
0: See ya.